Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Your guy, your boy, a wall, a wall, the Sultan, a whistle is in the house, and you know who I'm here with. Imani Shani is back on the mic. On the mic. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, amphibians, mammals, uh, insects, pets, all good things underneath the good Lord's sun. Hope you guys had an outstanding weekend. Uh, Happy to be talking to you guys, getting you updated on some stuff that's going on. Hopefully give you some talking points for when you're walking in to the office um, this weekend. And um, I want to start off, I don't even think I put this on the list, but I should have. Matter of fact, before we go to that, we're going to go to this. It is Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Now, some of you may be in a white man's world and they still call it Christopher Columbus Day. I, for one, had parents that told me we didn't fuck with Christopher Columbus from a very young age now not saying we didn't like going or skipping a school day but we never was fans of the boy Christopher Columbus so we're going to give a real shout out to the natives the Native American the black Native Americans the red man Native Americans the brown Native Americans you know because this is their day found this country built it up and if you still calling it Christopher Columbus Day nine times out of ten you're a racist or you just uninformed one out of ten is uninformed nine out of ten at this point as an adult you feeding into white supremacy and that's just what it is that's nice we're Native American yeah most black people in America are. Chalk saw tribe. Say that again? Chalk saw. Is that really what we are? Yes. Chalk saw. Alright. So shout out to my chalk saws. My chalk saw uh, you know niggas. That's what's up. What's happening? So yeah. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. So in honor today, you know, if you see a, a, a white man wilding out, this is your opportunity to slap him in his face. It's the only day you can get away with it. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. And if you're dumb enough to listen to me, then you might just be as uh, dumb as I think you is. But yeah, happy Indigenous Peoples Day, man. Shout out to the, to the good to the good folks. Do you have a, uh, was that someone you, you ever had to do a book report on growing up? Christopher Columbus or something like that? Did they, did they lie to you the same way they lied to the rest of us? I mean, I definitely remember them telling me he found, like, America. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know the funniest part? I think in high school, like, because I think, yeah, high school, middle school, you kind of start getting into more, like, dialogue with your teachers as opposed to them just kind of just talking and, you know, you're like, all right, nigga, this is the answer for the test. So, like, in high school, I remember talking to some of my teachers, and you know me, I'm like, yeah, we was talking about Christopher Columbus. I'm like, man, this is, I'm like, yo, he ain't even, like, discover America for real, though. And literally, like, I kid you not, my teachers would sit there and be like, you're right, but this is what it says in the book, so this is what we 
gotta go off. Like you lying. I man. promise you, this literally happened to me in high school, brother. I'm like, we gotta do it. Like you don't got no control over it. You can't take that question off the test. Like we gotta go over this. So it, it's just. It, it, it's crazy we got an education system where niggas know they're getting lied to, bro, and still going to sit there and teach that lesson. Like, it's it's just, it was a trip. But that was definitely, that, that that's a true story that happened to me in high school. But disrespect. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it is. It's crazy. So, but that's that. Enough about him. Um, and it's also, Amani, you, well, you actually did experience one. You Because you was there with me for a couple of days. But it's, Historically black college and universities homecoming season. Homecoming be lit, bro. <laughs> what? That was the best week of my life, nigga. Hey yo. So no, you was there what? You you was there for my coordination. I wish you would have stayed the whole week. That would have been fly. I wasn't there. Cause you ain't go to the football game and stuff. I don't think the following week. Nah, you ain't go to that stuff. But yeah, but you got to go to like the fashion show. I went uh, to, we went to heck of stuff. Yeah, uh, Ayana had her like little queen's tea thing. I think like, I got, felt like I went there. <laughs> like I was convinced. That uh, shit was lit, bro. So anyway, for all of you, I, I got a lot of people from college that listen to this. So. I hope y'all recovered nice. I seen some of these Instagram videos. So I seen how drunk fucked up y'all was so hopefully y'all made it to work on monday um but you know it's just a good time to convene anybody who's listening that hasn't had the chance please make sure you go experience a hbcu homecoming you gonna be fake and not mention all the fights that broke out <laughs> wait, at your old school hey wait a minute sucker ass nigga i wasn't you even done be fake. wait a minute i wasn't done yet i wasn't done yet i wasn't done yet so i was starting with the good i was starting with the good so Damn, Monty just had to put our name in it too. Like, you're a different type of nigga, bro. Dry, Bowie State dry, University. Dry snitch ass nigga. Ghetto. Dry snitch ass nigga, for real. Woo child, the ghetto. <laughs> so, anyway, if you haven't, make sure you go. I haven't been in the last few years. I gotta get back next year. You, should, you might as well pull up too, Monty, bring your friends. Come on through. Might as well. No? I ain't trying to get in a fight, bro. Wow. I mean. You got to be around a certain type of people to get into that. But anyway, so we was going to move Kicked Out the Queue up. Like, I usually do it towards the middle of the end. So Kicked Out the Queue for this week. You niggas go on the homecoming just to be fighting. Now, I don't know. We was, we've all been extremely young and, you know, or we go to the school and we want to bring our family and friends up there. You know what I mean? But you know if you got a hood rat cousin I don't need to be involved around a lot of black people, a lot of liquor, and everything else that's going on. Some people just can't handle it. So as a people, we got to start understanding who these niggas are and stop bringing them <laughs> to events where we trying to have a good time as black people. Because it just, it make all of us look bad. I've seen at least a good five fights over my Twitter, Instagram feed that was just unexcusable. You know what I mean? So anybody who was participating in that or brought them type of individuals to anybody's homecoming, I got to kick y'all out the queue for this week. It's, it's just... It, it, I can't save y'all this week, man. I try and keep it... I try and keep kicked out the queue away from black folks, 
but this might be our first kick out the cute we gave to, to Negroes. When you see a fight, who are you? Do you watch? Do you record? Do you break it up? Do you walk away? Who are you, nigga? You mean like like in real life when I'm near, like in something happened? I mean, it all kind of depends. If I don't know you, my nigga, I'm getting on. Like, that's a fact. Like, now, if it's somebody I know, it's like, all right, let me see. Like, first off, I'm trying to get it broke up before they even get to that point. But at that point, I'm like, yo, yeah, we're trying to, you know, get it out of the way. But, yeah, if I don't know you, bro, like, that ain't my business. That's noble. Yeah, that ain't my business, bro. I'm sorry. I'll be watching. No, real shit. Like, it's like. I'm cool. I'm just, it's just not happening. You be watching? Mm-hmm. Hey, whoa. Hey, Monty, tell them about that one time at your uh, birthday party where your friends was getting ready to fight outside. What club was that? That has nothing to do. No, no, no. I just want to say, like, you know, let's just talk about it real quick. But why? <laughs> I mean, it was just a funny time. Let's talk about it. I don't, I don't like to disrespect my friends. Oh, no, no, no. You don't have to say no names. Don't say no names. Go on ahead. Just tell them a little bit about that, that, that birthday, that birthday, and what happened. They got work at the club. Them niggas got drunk. They was about to turn up. Honestly, money, your friends was belligerent. I don't know that. I was working, nigga. Money, you were outside when it happened. Yeah. And it was your birthday. What the fuck you mean you was working? I was... I was not that was not my birthday. Money, yes it was. I'm talking about when your homegirl and her other two homegirls was out front of the club talking crazy as shit. Ah, alright, next. <laughs> next uh, subject. So Money, why don't you dive into this? You an industry type nigga. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this Amanda Seal today. it happened last week, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Money wasn't here last week. Uh so I wonder. Wait till you was on. So we could kind of discuss. We had a chance to kind of listen and see what everybody's thoughts were about it. But maybe you could explain. Oh, okay. Maybe you could explain what happened and your thoughts on it. So, from my perspective, uh, Amanda Seals and um, Elisa, Elisa's. Issa Rae's publicist don't get along and they haven't gotten along for quite some time now and you know I guess Amanda brought it to Issa Rae's attention and Issa's basically just like that's 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 a y'all problem not a me problem so you know things go on and um Issa's publicist she puts on a um I think like a black Emmys is what they call it Mm -hmm. black Black Emmys Emmys party. party and so um you know, I guess Amanda was the plus one of someone that was invited. So they go to the party, but the publicist comes outside, sees Amanda in line, says something to someone at the door. Amanda, you know, gets to the door and kind of, you know, gets past the front door people. And a uh, woman shouts out that she cannot be in here. She can't come in talking about Amanda. And so... Um, did she like continue going into the party? Oh, she went all the way in. So she She went in all the way way to the bar. So she was sitting at the bar when security got there, I believe. Okay, so she was able to make it to the bar, and then security comes up to her, tells her she gotta get the hell out. Um, she asks why. Security tells her it's because of Issa's publicist. 
I don't know her name. Um, so, I guess, and they, the publicist never, like, came and said anything to her in person, right? Like, it was no. just... She, she talked to security and she said, get, get her ass out of here. Yeah, but the publicist never had nah, to do yeah, that. Nah, yeah, yeah, she part. never. Only time they interacted was at the door. Mm. So, um, so yeah, man, so Amanda was kicked out of the party, and, um, one of her, one of her, uh... One of the actors on Insecure basically was kind of on the side of the publicist and said that, well, Amanda, like, you are not a good person. And when you're not a good person, you can't really expect people to want to be around you, which is freaking obvious. So, um, yeah, man, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it was justified. Like, she should have been there. And if you know, you know, if you know you aren't really good with somebody but you want to like participate in their stuff then maybe you should bring it upon yourself to like have a little sit down with this person and at least be cordial but if you guys like legit like don't speak to each other when you're around each other like it's that bad why would you expect to just be able to you know and that's the part i want to ask you because this to me is what you call uppity nigga shit yeah and what i mean by uppity nigga shit is a uppity nigga wants to be amongst uppity niggas and feels they have the right to be around other uppity niggas even if they not cool with them. So, for a regular person, I'm not going to somebody's party that I don't fuck with. Like, I don't care if, like, I don't know, uh, say for instance, one of my best friends. And he said, yo, like, you should come to this party. Oh, who party is it? It's such and such party. I'm like, you know what? Me and such and such not really cool like that. Like, ain't no reason for me to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I feel like it's just elementary. But I feel like, and you see it out here too a lot in Hollywood or other little spots. It's like, oh, no, it's like this is the popping party for, like, black folks and this is black Hollywood so like I want to be there like I want to be seen because I know it's going to be other people there I want to be a part of that and you take it amongst yourself which was like with this situation was oh I still want to go like you know what I'm saying I want to be there regardless of what and it's like bro like shit don't work like that yeah. and you don't have to be involved with everything bro like that's something I really feel like people need to stop bro like you don't got to be in the mix like you know what I'm saying? Everything. Yeah, you don't got to be in the mix of everything, bro. Especially if you know it's people there that you got funk with. Or that you know you probably been rude to. Like, I'm not finna put myself in that situation. And I can't be surprised when people don't want me there. Like, I wouldn't go to somebody's house that I don't fuck with unannounced. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, uh, motherfuckers got to get up out of that shit, bro. That's, that's uppity nigga shit. Sit it out sometimes, man. Sit it out. Or squash it, yeah. like you said. Like find, find a way to squash the beef, my nigga. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway, God bless her, man. Hopefully they work that shit out. Uh, we want to give a big shout out to Zoe Kravitz, the new cat woman. Yay. It was announced today that she will be. Oh, excuse me. Catwoman, uh, the new Batman movie coming out. The new Batman movie is supposed to be my man from uh, Twilight. I forgot his name. The white dude who plays a vampire. But he's supposed to be the new Batman. Mm. And what we are hoping for as a collective is that a big enough bag is thrown at Joaquin Phoenix 
Please. Please. To get him to be the Joker again in a movie opposite of Batman with Zoe Kravitz as a Catwoman, I feel like it would be impeccable. It'd be impeccable. It'd be great. And I haven't even seen this dude who's supposed to be playing Batman and like some outstanding shit, but he's getting rave reviews, you know, for some a couple of his most recent movies. So I'm excited to see that. I would be. I don't know if uh, Joaquin got it in him. He said it took a lot out of him to do this damn Joker this last time. So we'll see. But it, it will be fun and interesting to see. Heck yeah. Why are you not playing Catwoman, nigga? I busy? mean. Too busy, my nigga? Nigga, absolutely not. I could use that bag. So, um, get at me if Zoe just happens to come down with the flu or some shit or goes missing. I don't know. Or if she need a homegirl in the movie? Yeah, I'd, I'd be the homegirl for my first joint. Okay. Homegirl. Homegirl. Homegirl with Zoe. All right, keeping it in the movie realm, how's about my nigga Tyler Perry and his studios? Don't gotta spend much time on it, but just wanted to give a shout out to the black man Tyler Perry. Black excellence, man. Went from sleeping in his car to doing plays to eventually doing movies to doing more movies and more movies to a point where he now has his own studio studio in Atlanta that's black owned. He said black producers, directors, writers can use his spot. It's over three hundred acres. Making it the biggest studio in America. Uh, the only bigger one is in India. India has a, actually a whole movie or studio like city, not like the studio city out here, but it's like a whole like movie city, like that I believe is close to like a thousand acres. Like it's huge. So, but uh, Tyler Perry got the biggest one in. Um, America? In America. So that's amazing, bro. That's big, man. So shout out to him, man. Definitely motivation for all of us out here who trying to get it, man. So shout out to him. Shout out to him, dude. We see you, Tyler. Now Oh, well, is there anything you want to say on it? Um, no. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. So what we have now. Is it's time for Imani to give a drop? Hey, check out my YouTube channel at Imani Shani. I actually went online to see how much like I was worth on YouTube, and I'm actually worth a pretty little penny, niggas. So check me out, help me get this bag, and uh, yeah, support a black woman. Wait, they give you a YouTube network? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And it's based on like subscribers, views. Subscribers, nigga, views, engagement, comments, all that, bruh. Them niggas even tell you how much I estimate like monthly, annually, nigga, like all that. Damn. Mm hmm Help me get this bag. Watch watch the ads in my videos, please. Don't skip them. Don't don't skip them. Okay. Damn, niggas got net worth. Damn, all right. Hey, shout out to you, my nigga. You got to be in Forbes in a minute. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, and definitely go pick up my book, My Historically Black Purpose, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere you like it. 
uh, be in Atlanta next week shooting some little documentary style shit for it. Excited about that. Totally. Um, just building and building, man. I'm uh, very humbled, very gracious uh, for everything that's coming together. So, thank you for all of the support that I've been getting recently and in the past. And uh, yeah, man, just 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 keep on going, keep on going, baby. So. Um, we had a very unfortunate incident uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth. This is the same place where um, the young man, I forgot his name, but the young man was shot actually also in his own uh, apartment by that uh, police officer lady who said she thought she was going to her apartment mm. and she killed him in his apartment. She was also a part of the Dallas mm. Police Department. Um, That's crazy. Miss uh, Atatiana um, Jefferson. Uh, just going to give you a little background on the story and then we'll just chime in. Mm. But Atatiana Jefferson was uh, babysitting her nephew uh, over the weekend. And, um, well, not over the weekend, but during the day of the weekend. I think it was Saturday. And um, I guess her neighbor has seen that the door was open uh, to the house. And, uh, you know, he had called the police and said, yo, you know, my neighbor's door is open. Can you guys check on it? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they radioed some people. They went out. And um, the police officer uh, started looking around or circling the house. So he started, you know, looking through windows and things like that. And uh, Tatiana was inside with her nephew. They heard some people outside. And uh, she told her nephew to get away from the window. And when she went to check the window, uh, she was fatally shot through the window. So the police officer was outside the house. The police officer shot through the window. Uh, killed a Tatiana right there and um, yeah we, we we lost her so uh, in the next day uh, released statements and uh, what he did uh, I think you said what was it the sheriff or the police chief of chief of police chief of police came out and said that he did uh, he broke a lot of rules and uh, it was an unjust shooting naturally because she was in her own house um, and he actually resigned today, the police officer. But um, it's a bigger issue here, obviously. Um, now, they already said he broke rules, one. Uh, the other thing is, when you were called, it wasn't uh, because someone had heard it was uh, violence going on. Right. Or, uh, you know, it was a disturbance said it was an open door and asked if someone could check on it so for someone to be coming uh to the house uh, ready to shoot and kill and wasn't even presented with danger literally was still outside the house uh you know is unforgivable Hell really yeah. it's just like that's the best word i can come up for like it's just unforgivable man and um uh, it's disappointing uh, she was a young lady just minding her business mm. babysitting her nephew and you know for something like this to happen is egregious and 
it's uh, it's sad that like last time it wasn't he didn't even call somebody the guy who was in his house like he just they walked into his house yeah and this happened but for someone to literally be calling the police and then this happens is a little bit crazy a lot of bit crazy and um i think we really got to get to a point i don't know uh what their relationship was but this why you always got to have your neighbor's numbers yo like because honestly unless it's like you know some shit going on i would rather niggas not call the police you know what i'm saying Unless it's like absolutely, absolutely positively, you know there's something going on. Yeah. Yeah, like leave them out the shit. So for anybody who's listening, make sure you get your neighbor's phone numbers right next door, across the street, down the street, all of that type of shit. Uh, make sure they have your numbers. So, uh, you know, you don't really got to worry about stuff like this because, uh, you know, Unfortunately, it's just we're at a time where we have to be extremely cautious with the police, yo. That's just what it is. I don't know if it's who they hiring, how they hiring, or what they're doing. All we know is, like, this is what happens. And one person is too many. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't take it lightly. You can't just say, like, oh, no, fuck it. Like, nah, like, you, you still got to proceed with caution. Because it only takes one time, unfortunately, for you to be able to lose your life. So you got to proceed with caution. And, uh, yeah, you know definitely just be locked in with your uh, neighbors in your community so hopefully y'all can figure some stuff out and leave that for like some major 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 type issues yeah. but um what you thinking money man it just it's just heartbreaking man i'm just i'm tired of hearing about this stuff all the time i feel so bad for the families man it's just tough to hear yeah. Slightly depressing. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, we're not going to let it get us down. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep on pushing. Yeah. And uh, please, please, whoever's listening, I don't know if they have, please do not come on the TV screen talking about we forgive this man and, you know. We need to give him another chance and all that type of bullshit, bro. Save if you feel that way, cool. Keep it to your motherfucking self. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. It's not it's like it's enough for the forgiveness shit, cause obviously niggas don't understand that shit. Yeah. So leave that like if you feel that way, cool. Leave it to yourself. But that's unacceptable. And that needs to be what our stance is across the board. Like shit like that can't happen. It's unacceptable. And, you know, he needs to be dealt with accordingly. Absolutely. More than just losing his damn job. You Absolutely. feel what I'm saying? Um, so, this is one I'm a little bit, you know. Uh, you alright? Feeling a little bit, uh, you know... Confused about this. Not even confused. I, I, I just... It's getting to a point where it's like... Alright, my nigga, what's the deal? What's the deal? So, uh, one of my favorite producers... I love this dude. Been listening to him since... Nigga, I can remember since I probably really dived into hip-hop. Uh, Pharrell Williams. Goat? Yeah, goat status for sure. Uh, Pharrell. And... Um, my man Pharrell is actually covering GQ. 
and uh, it, it was basically the new masculinity issue. So this is the new masculinity issue. And on this, they got my man Pharrell in like a what's this a puff puff jacket dress, nigga? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> what what would you call this? It's a puff jacket dress, right? It's a puff jacket. Yeah, a puff jacket dress. Or, dress. Uh, puff jacket. Uh, it's one of the, the the Pope gowns, like the Pope be wearing. It's like one of them type of joints, but more dressy. But more dressy. Yeah, but more dressy. And uh, yeah, so they're supposed to be defining identity and you know black masculinity, all this type of shit in it. Mm-hmm. And um, this is my issue, money. Come on. Uh, I feel like we in an age where uh, people are taking it amongst themselves, people outside of our culture, uh, for us to redefine and uh, go to new and different lengths with our masculinity as black people. So GQ is obviously a white publication. Yeah. Uh, they got a black man on here talking about, you know, masculinity. Uh, I have to go back and check and see if they have any white people who've done a masculinity issue. Uh, but I haven't seen it. So uh, if somebody has seen it, let me know. But it seems like it's becoming a thing where it's like black men need to redefine their masculinity and what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. I'm not really seeing this shit from nobody else. But black men need to do it. Now, why is this an issue, especially coming from outside sources? Well, one, um, I think the only people who should be defining themselves uh, are themselves and it definitely should be coming from an extremely educated perspective and point of view, all right? And it seems to me far too often that the masculinity is put into, oh, like, a nigga should be able to wear this. Like, it's, it's putting on how they should dress. Yeah. All right. And to me, it's way bigger than that, one. Because we got personal identity. Uh, this is us as individuals. And then, uh, to me, we all have a, uh, a model, you know, of like the overall and what it should be. So me as a mirror, like I can justify uh, my manhood differently or talk about it differently. But as an overall, it's been going good for us the way it is. And what I mean by that is when I think about a man or masculinity, I'm thinking about somebody who's a protector somebody who takes care of their family takes care of their kids yes and really uh defends molds their household uh protects like i said the kids they black woman and uh, is confident enough in themselves uh to be that protector like to me that is just that's our model for men like this is what it means to be a man not the only definition of course are the only thing they can do but to me like this is what it represents. This is the pinnacle of it. This is what it is. For a woman, same thing. Nurturing, being able to take care of her house, uh, and going hand in hand with the man, like to build a strong household however they see fit. It's like one and one. Like you can't have one without the other. Boom. 
So when I see all these things, and this specifically seems like it's aimed at, you know, black men and how we dress and things like that, I think it starts to become like a show. And I don't know what the agenda is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because we come from a perspective where, one, uh, we were stripped of a lot of our cultures and thoughts and beliefs. Uh, you know, like we just talked about damn Christopher Columbus. How people lied to us about all of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, for people who are outside the culture to come in and start trying to tell us how we need to define our manhood, I feel like it's it's terrorism, bro. It really is. It's terrorism. I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with for real, but I'm just noticing like how it's different people out here saying, oh, yeah, like this is hyper-masculine or this is toxic masculine. It's like, you know. All right, bro. Like, is it just is it just us? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, or is it just certain things? Like, there's certain things you don't like. That that's cool, but that don't mean like everything need to be right. Fine. Like, I can't go inside a beauty store or a hair salon like where you and mom is getting your hair done and be like, yo, this this shit too feminine in here, man. Like, why the fuck y'all not talking about football? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, come on, man. It's like different things, you know. So that, that that's just where I, where I'm at with it, man. I just I just feel like it's uh, it's really an emphasis being put on that, and uh, I see what you niggas is doing, bro. That's just where I'm at with the shit, bro. I feel bad for you, niggas. <laughs> I really do. It's a lot. I want to touch on that thing I posted. What? The thing that Snoop Dogg and uh, Gucci Mane said. But I want you to talk about it, though. Oh, you just got to, like, break it down and then I'll... Okay, so um, I don't know who originally posted it, but Gucci Mane and uh, Snoop Dogg agreed on it. So I will read what the initial post was that they agreed on. So somebody posted... (laughs) It's a picture of Gucci Mane and Keisha, and the caption under the picture is... And Keisha is Gucci's wife. Keisha is Gucci's wife, yes. The caption is, everyone wants this, but what y'all forget was she was with Wild Gucci, on drugs Gucci, cheating Gucci, in jail Gucci, publicly with other women Gucci. This is Gucci after therapy and rehabilitation. This is a street man groomed in his 30s after he's been at his lowest point. Point is, this is a writer who knew what she signed up for. You bitches with the next nigga after a couple of fights. Snoop Dogg puts a black fist in a... (laughs) (laughs) Black fist in a blue heart. Gucci Mane says, Yes, sir. My wife, my secret weapon. And that's the post. I need to hear I need to know what you what you what you feel about this. Come on with it. Honestly. Yes. Um This is uh This is for my black for my black men's waiting for it 
Yo, you can't expect the sister to stay with you when you're on some bullshit, bro. Thank you! You can't expect the sister to stay with you when you're on some bullshit, man. Does that mean she's not a rider, man? No, that doesn't mean she's not. To me, a rider is, nigga, someone who down for you when you're doing right by them. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. And they know that you facing maybe an uphill battle with like you know some other shit, yeah, but you yeah, doing yeah. right by them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. so, like for instance, like Ryan Coogler, uh, that nigga was like in damn uh, grad school doing his film stuff. Yeah, he didn't have much money. Like his girlfriend bought him a computer and was like you know helping him with shit like that, like just to help him you know get to where he wanted to be in film. Right. Like, like to me that's a writer like some shit like that that's absolutely a writer right now you being on some dumb shit like I don't think like that like that equates to you I mean it is a writer but that's like some whole other other shit like to me that's you deciding that you don't mind dealing with a whole bunch of bullshit and I think that's a difference it's a difference between a writer and then dealing with some bullshit like if you feel like dealing with some bullshit and that's what you feel like your relationship is that's cool but as a man you can't expect nobody to deal with that type of shit like nah I, I, I don't agree with snooping them on that shit thank you Mir yeah now shout out to Keisha I mean that's that's what she wanted to do that's cool but you know and I'm not knocking nobody who does but like I said you can't expect nobody to do that I mean I'm knocking it um so you think you think you think Keisha should have left him I think she's an idiot. She's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I think. It's and it's 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 just so stupid, nigga. Because it's just like you are putting it in so many little girls' minds that this shit is normal. Toxicity is what should be expected in a relationship, and you need to stay in order to have that ring in order to gain financially in order to have the life you want you need to stay through that bullcrap and i think she's a stupid idiot for staying and doing and she's not the only one there's like a bunch of them yeah, yeah she just sure. happens to be the one we're talking about but i think you're all stupid <laughs> but um but um yeah bro like i just i just feel like the story that like we're telling and stuff like that is just like crazy to me i think Future is probably one of the biggest like rappers and Sierra was with him. Sierra had that. Sierra had a whole baby by this nigga. But he disrespected the fuck out of her and she fucking left. And she got with a better nigga. <laughs> okay? That is who we should be putting our attention on. That's who we should be looking at. Because it's not easy to leave, you know, like it's nobody's saying it's easy and you know Sierra did have a life of her own. She's a boss. She's a boss-ass woman. But um, for anybody, it's, you know, you develop emotional connections and all this stuff, and it's not easy. But you you got you to gotta be worth more than that. And you got to put yourself first. Because you can't help nobody if you're, like, you know, mentally and emotionally um, disrespected and drained. You really can't help nobody. Well, here's why I say, like, if she decided to do it, like, that's on her. Like, because it's like, at the end of the day... I feel like we can't look to those type of motherfuckers to be the examples or role models. Who? Like relationships like that. Like uh, so I guess Gucci and you know, I, I don't think we can look at joints like that as the examples. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
So like I I don't even I, I wouldn't expect this. So I think like to me, nigga, you gotta you gotta have the the, the parents gotta take control of that, bro. Like you like you should if you if your kids is looking up to Gucci and Keisha, like that's a whole nother issue. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I no disrespect to them. Nigga, didn't you used to look up to DMX? Look up to DMX? Yeah. Nah, nigga. Yes, you did. No, I love DMX music. I've never said I looked up to DMX, nigga. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm just saying that. Like, and then it's it's your life. If you decide to deal with that shit, you decide to deal with it. But you got to take everything that come with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say that. Like, you know, sometimes, nigga, that's what. I mean. That's the only type of relationships a nigga like. Like sometimes that type of shit get them niggas off. Like I know even talking to some of my homeboys, I'm like, man, this bitch you talking too crazy as shit. Like, are they cheating? Nigga, ass you niggas? stupid. Nah, nah, nah. Not even cheating ass niggas. It's just like you know, it's like other shit. Like, I can't even. Oh, bro. Like I told my motherfuckers be on some other shit, bro. Like, I can't call. Like just that. some disrespectful shit. Like so you can't. Uh, you know, it ain't up to me to decide what you feel like dealing with. All I could give you is my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, nah, that ain't... That is not the definition of a rider, my nigga. Like, no, nigga, no. Absolutely not. That's, uh... That's what I was looking for from you, man. Yeah. Just had to make sure Why? all you niggas on this planet wasn't crazy. Why? There's a lot of niggas out here that agree with that. I mean, I'm sure, nigga. <laughs> Like I'm sure of it, yeah. <laughs> Some that don't agree with it, yeah, like you. But I'm sure there's a lot of niggas that agree with that shit. Hell yeah, absolutely. Well, this was an intense episode. Yeah. Lots of highs and lows emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> I need a nap actually. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm gonna go like. Uh, I'm gonna go. Hey, I've been doing a lot of writing, y'all. And uh, that's what I'm about to do the rest of the night. Probably go do some clothes a little bit later. But uh, much respect and love to y'all. Keep pushing, moving forward with all the dope shit y'all doing. And uh, make this the best week of y'all lives, man. And uh, I say that 100%. All right? right, y'all. It's been lovely. Happy to be here. You have a great, great life. Really? That's that's it? That's all you say? Oh, normally you like, you like, walk me into it. Like, all right, now Imani is going to close out with her words or, you know. Okay, right. Now, now Imani is going to close out with her words. And remember, niggas. When life cheats on you, cheat the fuck back and rob that nigga. Have a good day. Goodbye. Akuna Matata, niggas. Peace.